Hey everyone, welcome to We Too Have a Podcast. I'm Chadwick. And I'm Tanner. Um, and uh, this is our first show, so um, hope you guys like it. Uh, and so Tanner, uh, back in December, we did a escape room. Yes, we did. How'd you, how'd you like the, the escape room? Uh, the Christmas one? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was significantly better than the one that we did in October. So for those listening, I mean, you know, escape rooms, they give you, uh, you know, puzzles and whatnot. I'm not very good at them. I typically just rely on others. And <laughs> sometimes I come through with some brainstorm, amazing idea. It's rare. But the one we did in October was terrible. I mean, there was a floorboard. Chow, can you remember the floorboard? We talk about it often. Yes, I remember the floorboard. But what upsets me is, like, the locks in there that aren't even part of the room. Yes, that was the thing. See, see, everyone... I had a different pet peeve, and my pet peeve was that we spent 15 minutes in the first room looking for a clue that we could not find. And keep in mind, this man has done so many escape rooms, and he couldn't find it. It was because it was a creaky floorboard underneath a bucket in the corner of the room that you had to pull up. There was no other indication other than the noise. It didn't look any different. But the one we did in December, though, I really liked that one. Even though it was just one room, like it was really well done, and... Like, I thought the clues were really clever and the puzzles were really clever. I really enjoy uh, ones like that as opposed to the stupid one we did back in October. Yeah, the floorboard was crazy. Like, the only reason we found it is we asked for a hint. And they were like, do you real? Do you see a creaky floorboard? And we're like stomping around literally the whole room. It's just like, what are they talking about? Yeah, I started talking. I was like, creaky floorboard? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, are y'all kidding me? <laughs> a creaky floorboard. And then the next room, like, Chabak over here was concerned about, like, uh, like, I don't know, you were doing your own thing. I was trying yeah. to get, there was some type of measurement puzzle where you had to get, like, beans and molasses, and I didn't know what molasses looked like, and not, nothing was marked. And well, well, I spent, like, 20 minutes on that. Well, for me, when I see a lock, I'm just like, okay, what does this lock require? Three numbers. Let's look for something that has three numbers. And that lock wasn't even part of the room. There were like three different locks that weren't part of the room. Yeah, and you know, I really like the one we did, or the two we did back in uh, September. The uh, the ruins and the, the prison escape. Those were really fun. Even though I contributed nothing, I still had a good time. Nah, it was fun. Yeah, I... I don't know, Zach and I just riff off each other. Yeah, and I just kind of watch, and uh, sometimes I find something, but it's rare that I do. But I did come in handy with that uh, that grail at the end. So so basically, that this room, it was the ruins, and it was kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of thing at the end, where they figured out this puzzle, right? And we had one minute left on the clock, and this holy grail thing appeared, and I snatched it. I didn't even know why. I just took it because I wanted it. And we enter one more room. With, like, what, 20 seconds left on the clock, and Negative Chabic over here was like, well, we're not going to escape. And he just put his head <laughs> down to his chest. It didn't, it didn't even try. And then here I am holding this holy grail, this chalice, and I look over and I just see this perfect little plate that would really look nice with a chalice on it. And I just put it there and the game ended, and that was the last thing we had to do. I take full credit for winning that one. You do that. 
is the only thing I did. But but yeah, so after after the December escape room, uh, we decided to have dinner, and this man tells us that he's going to meet a friend and come back and see us for dinner. And what what, what did you do instead? <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> so listen, I, l- listen, he, he's making me sound like so shady right now. In reality, what happened is I was dog-sitting for her the entirety of the next weekend. And she wanted me to come, like, help move, a, like, a dog crate thing. And I did. And then I was going to get my keys and go back to get dinner with them. But then she said, can I can I uh, vent to you about my life? And, you know, who would I be to say no to that? And, uh, and then as the time continued, I was like, well, shoot, Avatar Way of Water, my ticket. <laughs> I need to go see Avatar. And so I didn't have time. I had to so, go see a three-hour movie. Was that movie worth our friendship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how'd, you, no. how, how'd you enjoy that movie? Have you seen it yet? Um, let's pretend I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, oh, well, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, <clears throat> so... I'm conflicted. Like, I'm not part of the crowd that's like, we hate Avatar just to hate Avatar. But I'm also not the crowd that's like, oh, these are the most amazing two films ever. Because they're not. They're visually amazing. Um, but- I agree. So the first one was visually great, especially its 3D effects. But when yes. you break it down as a movie, it's just Fern Gully in space. Uh, and I've never, I didn't hear that one before until you said it. But what I've always heard is it's Dances with Wolves. But, I mean, there's many different, you know, movies and shows that have done very similar concepts. If you take someone that's pretty much the enemy of a, uh, of a group of people and you send them in as a spy. And then they're like, wow, these people are actually kind of dope. And they fall in love. And then they assimilate themselves and become one of them to betray their original people. It's been done a thousand times. I mean... I was watching The Walking Dead and it just happened. Like, it happens all the time. And so when people say, like, the story is, like, groundbreaking, I'm like, well, you know, it's really not. I mean, it's good. It's not great. And I don't know. I thought it was crazy when they killed that fish and then they sacrificed Zoe Saldana and then she became the moon. What, what in the hell kind of avatar are you? <laughs> is that from that Ferdinand and Fuzzy or whatever you just said? No. It's, it's from Avatar. I know dang well. Did you hear that Avatar 3, they're dealing with Fire Navi next? Yeah, again, like, yeah, Zoe Zeldana's dead. She's now the moon. And Sam is, is upset because his girlfriend is the moon. Well, wife, they're married now, but... Oh, yeah, okay. So, And you know what the funny thing is? Is if that happened... First of all, if that happens in Avatar 3... One, I'm going to remember this and be like, are you serious? But second of all, I won't even be surprised. I mean, the things that I see happen in those films just go above my head. Like when they connect their little tentacles to to a tree, and they start hallucinating. And- Did you ever watch The Last Airbender? Oh, was that a Last Airbender reference? Yeah, it's when they go to the North Pole. Listen, I haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender since I was like 15. It don't, that being said, I want to watch it again, but my recollection of it is not clear. 
Um, I remember the last time I watched it, I had like an ear infection, and <laughs> that's about the last memory I got. I mean, I don't remember every single detail, but there, there, there's little clips of it that is just like, yeah, people meme about his girlfriend becoming the moon, or his first girlfriend at least. Does he end up with a, um, oh my goodness, a water girl at the end? No. He, he doesn't? Oh, oh, you're talking about Aang? Yeah. Yes, Aang ends up with Water Girl. But the one that the one that his girlfriend was the moon was literally Water Girl's brother. So no, they don't end up together. Wait. Water Girl's brother Sokka's... Sokka Sokka became the moon? No, Sokka's girlfriend becomes the oh, moon. Oh, we're on we're okay. Now I see where I got confused. I was like, "Dang, they did Sokka dirty." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've heard Avatar 4 that comes out in four years. Apparently the studio picked up James Cameron's script and read it, and they said, holy crap, this is effing nuts. I don't know if you mind cussing on the podcast, so I just decided to say effing. But uh, he, they said, this is effing nuts. And now I'm wondering if it actually is effing nuts, or if uh, they just didn't want to read it, so they just told him that so they'd make more money for him. But I don't know. I'm expecting yeah, big yeah, things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it has something to do with money, considering that when he was closing to two billion dollars in revenue, they were just—he was just like, "Oh, if I don't reach it, people are still scared of the virus, and it's showing." Yeah, my gosh. It's just like what? See, he keeps saying things. That, that, see, okay, that's my gripe with Avatar as a series: <clears throat> is I like them. But the I don't want them to succeed. The part of me that doesn't like them is because of him and the things he says like that. Like thing something COVID has nothing to do with Avatar's like revenue at the like end. It. it seems like it. According to him, yeah, sure. But in reality, it's like Avatar the first one came out, oh god, like what? Literally half my lifetime ago at this point. I'm twenty seven. And like I only went to go see it. I wasn't hyped for it. I only went to go see it because it was a new movie that came out. I go and see pretty much anything. But I feel like the hype for Avatar died so much because he waited so long to release it. And that's why it's not... I mean, it's still doing well. It's still in the... I think it's still in the top ten, I think. I could be wrong. I know it, I know it just passed No Way Home. And I know No Way Home was up there in, like, highest grossing films. So, he needs to calm himself down. He also said that if you go up and pee yeah, at any point during the movie, you're, you're going to need to come back and rewatch the movie because you would miss something very crucial. And let me tell you, I didn't get up to pee just because somehow I didn't have to in those three hours. Meanwhile, I saw a plane last week and it was an hour and a half movie. I got up to pee four times. But let me tell you, there's some parts. And that movie didn't need to be three hours. There are entire segments of that film where I'm like, this could have been cut. This you is. Know you know what? One thing interesting. What? I saw, um, uh, apparently in movie theaters, I can't remember what Nordic country, I want to say Sweden, might be Norway, something like that, but they talked about how they have uh, intermissions in their movie, oh. so that people can use the bathroom and stuff, and I'm just like, that's nice, that's... to grab food and go to the bathroom in between the Dude, movie. Dude, that's amazing. Like, I think... Why can't we get that? Because we're America. We don't, we don't get things like that. See, I... Pro oh, my gosh. It probably has something to do with... Uh, well, if you take too many, like, breaks, if you even if you just take one, 
Each movie getting one break adds a lot of time at the end of the day. So that means like one less screening at the end of the day. But who cares? Just do it anyway. Because let me tell you, the amount of times I get an icy and then I want to go get another one, but I don't want to get up and go while the movie's on, it's astounding. Exactly how I feel. Yeah. I'm just like, give us five minutes. Just five. Just five. Five minutes. It's not that much to ask for. Especially in a freaking three-hour film like Avatar. And also... Their snacks look really nice. What in Sweden? Man, we have, yeah, yeah, like they they have like a huge snack bar. Like it, it looks like basically a candy store. And then us, uh, so it's just like, hey, we have like five candies and popcorn. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that that is how we do it. I uh, last week I saw Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish. And right beforehand, I was like, you know what? I have money to spend. Why not get get alcohol from the bar? And I got this like twenty four ounce, uh, ironically, Avatar drink, and went and watched Puss in Boots. And I've never felt weirder in my life than when I go into an animated film to watch it, just surrounded by parents and their kids, and I'm there by myself with an alcohol in hand. And I don't know. There's something weird about it. But I want, nah, I want as see. long as you're not belligerent, it's whatever. Hey, you never know. Puss in Boots gets crazy. Yeah. So, my favorite time I've ever watched a kid's movie was the kid beside me did not understand the jokes, and it was great because everyone would laugh, and he'd look <laughs> around, and it's like, oh, I should be laughing too, and just goes, ha ha ha, without anyone oh, else. Like maniac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. He he cracked me up the whole movie. I was like, the movie was like, oh, okay. But like this kid, I was just like, you go, kid. You go. Over the summer, I went to the drive-in with a friend. And uh, we were we were in his back trunk. And the family next to us gave their like four or five-year-old son this bright flashlight. For some reason, just to play with it during the middle of a movie. We're watching Jurassic World, and not that that's really important, but he starts shining it around, and my friend turns to me and says, wow, that's the nicest flashlight I've ever seen. I can't wait to see the off function. See, I feel like I've gone to the drive-in more times, but do you know the last time that I remember actually going to the drive-in? Is it? This man dragged me to a movie that I'm like, there is no way I'm watching this film. Who did that to you? Oh, gee, I wonder. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he was just like, hey, guys, let's watch Wonder Woman. I'm like, cool, I hear good things about it. <laughs> and so we watch Wonder Woman and then see the second film. It's Baywatch. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. Let's go. And he was like, Chadwick, I'm your ride home. <laughs> There is no way you can leave. Uh, didn't Katie come with us too? Yeah, she did. Right? Yep. Yep. Was that yep. was that the day we went to the zoo as well? It is. It is. Oh, that was such a good day. We did so much that day. God, I hate getting. It old. was such a great day, and then it ended on Baywatch. Well, you know what's funny is when we, when we watched Baywatch in, at the movie, in the drive-in, I actually really enjoyed it, and then I watched it again a year later. I got 20 minutes in and I was just like, God, this movie sucks. I don't know if it was I don't, the I don't dialogue know. or the fact that The Rock is just playing The Rock like he does in every movie he's in. I don't know. Or maybe, or maybe 
I feel like you were enjoying my pain. You're just like, nah, he likes this. And I'm just like, Tanner, no. This is so bad. Yeah, maybe. That sounds like me, honestly. It, it does sound like you. Did you know that that drive-in... Wait, when was the last time you went to the drive-in? See, I, I, I feel like I've gotten after that, but I don't remember what film I would have watched. Oh, dude, I've been like 20 times to the drive-in since then. Uh, like, I go like five or six times a summer. I love the drive-in. But that one we went to, they actually only play one movie now. So I always go to the one in... Oh, God, what's it called? Watertown now because oh yeah yeah, they play two movies still and i'm like you know it's rare i actually stay for both but you know it's nice to have the option actually really i'm like i i feel like i every time i've gone to the drive-in i always stay for both even though one time i didn't want to oh dude let me tell you the last time i went to the drive-in i went on a date with a girl and I I drove all day, so I somehow managed to get her to drive us to the drive-in. And then she told me when we were there that she was like, yeah, you know, my car shouldn't stay on for long periods of time, but we're going to do it anyway. And I was like, okay. And halfway... Did you kill your battery? Yeah, her battery died, like, in the last yep. 20 yep. minutes of Smile. And I was over here trying to figure out what was happening in the last 20 minutes of Smile, and I couldn't. I... Which, you know, I get it. Like, that's a nervous thing for me. Like, I don't like going to drive-in and using my own car because of the battery. Um, that's what I liked about the one that we went to is, like, you could get radios, and you best believe I would every single time. I mean, you don't have to put it on the on position, but you can just keep it on the idle position. It shouldn't drain your battery like no, that. No, no, it still makes me nervous, though. I can't tell you why. It's just one of those things that regard... It's kind of like whenever I go to the, the eye doctor... <laughs> Every couple of years, every single time I go in, I'm like, well, they're probably going to tell me that I'm going blind because that's what my mind jumps to is the worst possible thing. Like, obviously, I'm going blind. And then I go in and they're like, yeah, your eyes are pretty good. Or I go to the dentist and and I'm expecting them to say you have 27 cavities only to find out I have none. Like, I just hype things up like that so much in my mind. And then I haven't gone to the eye doctor in so long. Oh, I went like three months ago because I had to to get new glasses. Yeah, they they tell me that I should for certain health conditions. I have no clue. I don't Wait. know how my eyes can... But I'm no doctor, so I'm just like... Yeah, I don't have money anyway, so that's fine. Yeah, I don't have insurance, so I mean... <laughs> I'm not... It's kind of... The only reason I went is so I could get a new pair of glasses. Um, but... Dang, I lost my train of thought after that. It completely escaped me. <laughs> You know, back when I worked in uh, college ministry, for those who don't know, I, I well, obviously you don't know this was the first episode, I used to work in college ministry for like a year and a half, and it was hilarious. Or actually two years. But anyway, speaking of drive-ins, I went and with a group of uh, college students from this college ministry. Did you ever hear the movie The Rental? We went to the drive-in, by the way, but did you ever hear the movie The Rental? I have not. So it's basically like this Airbnb, a bunch of friends go to it. They're in college or adults or something, I think. And the entire half, first half of the film is like them just, this is before the horror aspect of it happens, but the entire first half of the film is just them cheating on each other and having sex with each other. And I said very loud in front of all these young, (laughs) young boys and girls that could very well have told on me at any given moment. Uh, I said, dang, I thought y'all wanted to see a horror movie, but y'all didn't drag me to see a porn. Yep, sounds like 
things that you get into. Yeah, I know. I'm glad they never told me for things like that, because I would have gotten in trouble. Would it have been that bad, though? It's not like you kept that job. Yeah, uh, yeah technically I did quit like four months later because of, of COVID reasons, but I, w- I didn't want to get fired at that moment. Wait, wasn't that the one that you didn't even get paid for? Uh, I didn't get paid the first year. I was paid at that point when I made the comment like that. All right. Uh, so yeah. Um, feel like this is a good stopping point. Um, for a word from our sponsors. Do we have sponsors? No. Oh, I was going to say, I was sitting here silent. Like, <laughs> <"Do we have sponsors?" laughs> like I, I have expected to hear, like, like Red Bull come on all of a sudden and start speaking. I don't know. Like, I didn't know what to expect. But if any companies wants to sponsor us... Uh, hey, please. I we, we love money. I mean... Yeah, like... I'll talk about your product. Sure, why not? <laughs> I'll hype up your product in ways you couldn't even imagine. <laughs> and if you want to send, like, free samples, I'll also use your products. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And not only that, we'll take videos of each other using your product. Yeah, post it on our Instagram, which, if you guys aren't following, it's the same as um, the podcast. We, too, have a podcast. Um, trying to get a Twitter. For some reason, I can't sign up. Really? Yeah. I've tried, like, three different times now. Do you think it has anything to do with the Elon Musk situation? I don't know, because I've heard a friend signed up recently, and I'm just like, I have a Twitter, and my Twitter is fine. Maybe Elon Musk is like, no, not them. They don't get it. (laughs) (sighs) They, They heard about one or both of us, and they're just like, nope. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> they're, they're like, hold on. We, we've seen that Tanner's TikTok. We don't want him on Twitter. Wait, what? All right. What happened? Oh, nothing. What, what are you all writing about? So, it's January. Okay. And yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, that's true. Since it's January, most people, you know, do um, New Year's resolutions. Okay. And and so I, I want to read you some New Year's resolutions that I read online that sounded really interesting. Okay. And, and see what you think of it. All right. So let me find this. Oh, I'm I'm researching some some of my own now. Oh. <laughs> uh, so one. So so. There's a comic that I like named Taylor Tomlinson, and she asked her fans uh, what their New Year resolution is. And one of my favorites was just like, stop being a doormat and be more of a bitch. (laughs) There you go. Oh my. Isn't it almost the same? Isn't it pretty much the same thing? No. Being a doormat means like. Letting people step all over you. Okay. Being a bitch means, like, you know, like, some people call them Karens. And would be like, yeah, like, get in your face. But no, I'm just like... Oh, that's what you mean by be a bitch. I thought you meant, like, 
be somebody's bitch. And I was like, what's the difference between that and a doormat? Um, once a week, record a highlight of the week to have 52 good memories of 2023. Which one of my friends does that on his Facebook. And it's really interesting because he's done it for a few years now. But I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I want to share my life with everyone. Which I know it's weird because I'm sharing my life now here. But trying to open myself to new experiences. Yeah, same here. You know, I'm still trying to get a New Year's resolution list. Um, oh, and my my favorite of her her fans was just like to learn how to be happy without being focused on productivity. And I'm just like, that's actually really nice. That is nice. Meanwhile, the the one I'm looking at right now says, "Don't get your news from Twitter." Only from Facebook. <laughs> Which, that's, that's quite a New Year's resolution. I mean, that's a pretty easy one to keep yourself accountable for. Have I told you the time that I actually was interviewed for on uh, BuzzFeed? No. Um, I keep looking for the clip. I'm sure they destroyed it by now. But... Some protest was happening in the college we went to. And I'm the nerd in the student union building playing D&D with friends. And so I decided to go down, get some food, and going back up to the room that I'm playing D&D with, BuzzFeed comes up to me and was just like, Hey, um, can we interview you? And I, I told them, I was like, No, I'm probably not the best person to interview. And they tell me, it's like, no, 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 we want to hear from everyone. And so I'm just like, cool, I guess. And so uh, I start interviewing. He's like, hey, so can you tell me why you're here? Um, well, I like chanting. And they just like look at me. It's like, what? And they start chanting something. The crowd, giant crowd that's protesting starts chanting something. I have no clue what. And they're just like, and I'm. I just like looking straight into the camera with the microphone. It's like chanting, chanting, chanting. <laughs> and the guy just like looks at me as I'm crazy and grabs the microphone away from me. And I, and I keep looking for this clip, hoping one day it'll just pop up on the internet. Do you think they actually like would have kept that? I have no clue. Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> Do you want to hear this New Year's resolution I found? And I'm curious as to why this is a New Year's resolution. Go ahead. All right. Save money with this simple life hack. Like taping your vibrator to your toothbrush to make it an electric toothbrush so you don't have to buy an electric toothbrush. (laughs) I found another one, too. Where was it? So it's something you can do. It's from what I'm hearing. Yeah, anyone can do that. <laughs> do you have a list up for yourself? Oh, uh, um, a New Year's resolution list? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sure do. Um, so... Is there any that you want to share? Yeah, sure, I'll share all of them. So, 
<clears throat> I have four. And I've been pretty good so far. One of them I have not been good at today because I actually sprained both ankles last night. So one of them was... Uh, so basically, those who don't know, I, I used to be 80 pounds heavier than I currently am. Like, I mean, you can't even see me, so you wouldn't even know. Um, and I've switched over to, like, I want to build muscle. So one of my New Year's resolutions was to switch over and build muscle. And my days off are Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll work out on those days and eat healthy every day. And I've been very good about it, except that I, I, uh, last, last night at work, when I was literally about two minutes from getting off, I miss I improperly placed my foot on a stair and sprained that ankle. And I guess that foot was like, well, screw it. If I'm hurt, the other one's going to get hurt too. And then it ricocheted back and kicked the other ankle immediately upon being sprained. And I had been in so much pain. Um, so I did not work out today, to say the least. But the other three were, I have like all these like skills I want to learn, like poetry and piano and there's a bunch of other things. So I'm just like taking time each day to like learn a little bit more and develop those skills. Um, and I've been, I've been very good about that as well. And then I want to go to grad school. So I'm studying for my MAT, which is a hell of a test. Uh, I've been told it's very easy, but man, I took the practice test yesterday and my average is above what I need to get into grad school, but still those tests piss me off. Um, do you know what the MAT is? Are you familiar with it? I am not. Okay, I'm going to touch on that. One sec. And then my final uh, New Year's resolution is to publish a book by the end of 2023. And I'm editing it, highly editing it right now. Um, And I'm actually pretty proud of it. It, It'll be over 400 pages. I don't know when it will be out. Maybe like over the summer. Maybe August. We'll shoot for August. August sounds like a good, good time to release a book. But anyway, yeah, the MAT. Basically, you've seen these questions before. It's like... Uh, it, it's like things like this where you, there's a connection between the two or they're the opposite. So it's like water is to liquid as rock is to solid. So you, so you can see the correlation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So it'll be like, I hated those SAT questions. Yeah. Well, it's worse because they're easy. Like it's the, basically the concept is a is to B as C is to D and you find the correlation or it's a is to C as B is to D and you find the correlation. And I get those right, except when they use words that I have never heard before. Like they use some big words that I am so unfamiliar with. And I've studied the GRE uh, vocab. So I'm familiar with a lot of big words that no one uses. But man, like I was studying, I was looking, doing, taking those practice tests, and one of them was like, uh, uh, this author lives in Yaganakapawa or something like that. Which author lives in Wessex? And I was like, I don't know. How would I ever know that information? I think it was Henry Thornton, if you're curious. Because I got that I was- qu- question wrong. I was going to say, is it multiple choice? Cause yes, it like, is. Like, you- I feel like process of elimination, maybe? Yes, that is one thing that helped me a lot was process of elimination. You also only have 30 seconds per question, so you don't get too long. Um, but that one I never would have gotten right unless I just guessed it. Or, uh, what are your? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I do. So the first one we're doing right now, do something new. All right. Um, relax and enjoy yourself. Because I, I feel like sometimes I just get too caught up and, like, feel like, I don't know, that 
I, I'm trying to have fun, but I don't really. Uh huh. And the and the last one is finish more books, because I have this weird tendency where I start a book, and I get like three quarters of the way through, and I'm like, I don't want to finish, or I start a book. And be like, huh, I wonder what happens at the end. Read the ending. Be like, I I don't want to read the middle. Or, uh, I, or at least uh, be like, I should read the middle too. But, um, yeah, but I, when I you already know like that, right now. Yeah, when you already know the ending, though, I mean. I mean, I, I'm the weirdo that doesn't mind spoilers. Because for me, I feel like the journey is half of it. So, like, if people tell me movie spoilers, I actually don't care. Really? Because I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, no, no, tell me as much movie spoilers as you want. Like, it doesn't really bother me. Like, I like going in fresh, not knowing anything. Like, believe me, if someone had dared told me that Toby and Andrew were in Spider-Man No Way Home before I saw it, I luckily I saw it opening night, I would have killed them. I would be so mad. So, so you didn't see any of Tom Holland's interviews, got it. Yeah, no, I ignored all of those. Um, <laughs> I mean, I pretty much figured they were in the movie, but did you actually hear what they originally wanted Spider-Man No Way Home to be in terms of the marketing? I did not. So, um, their original plan was they were going to keep it so secretive about the multiverse villains and, of course, Toby and Andrew and uh, Matt Murdock. But the original thing was they were just going to release one trailer of the film. And that trailer of the film was just going to show, uh, like, Peter struggling with having his identity out and him and Doctor Strange interacting and Doctor Strange chasing him. And basically hype it up as a Peter versus Doctor Strange movie. And not mention the multiverse, not mention anything about the spell, nothing in the trailer. And that way when you see the movie and you see uh, all these characters appear for the first time, you lose your mind, and I wish they would have done that, because that would have been so shocking. I don't know. I feel like they learned their lesson with Iron Man, is it 3? The one with Ben Kingsley? They they were like, oh, Ben Kingsley is the bad guy, when he was literally there for like five minutes. No, no, no. They did not learn their lesson from that. Well, first of all, if they would have done that with No Way Home, I feel like that would have been a positive version of... Like, it, it had the exact opposite effect. Because at least the alternative that they're giving is significantly better than a Peter versus Doctor Strange movie. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, that was a... He wanted Iron Man versus the Mandarin, and now we got Iron Man versus this guy. Uh, but they didn't learn their lesson from that, though, because they did that with Taskmaster in Shang-Chi. I and I think they're... I I don't remember... Oh, what sorry. The... Not Shang-Chi. Black Widow. What am I talking about? Yeah, but I, I was going to say, I don't remember any trailers to that, so I can't oh, they, really well, say anything. Well, they showed, like, you know, Taskmaster uh, for brief little moments in the trailer. Um, and you you assume, oh, it's Taskmaster. And they're, it's the person's called Taskmaster, only to find out it is not Taskmaster. It's just... Someone called Taskmaster. Because Taskmaster in the games and the shows is such a crap talker and a mercenary. And he's like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. And then they're like, nah, first of all, it's a woman now and she is silent. And I don't know, I don't like it when they take popular characters like that, like they did with the Mandarin too, and just like flip it on its head completely. 
and it's not the yeah. character anymore. Now, that being said, they made <laughs> up for the Mandarin with uh, Shang-Chi, but... Yeah, with Taskmaster, I think that the only thing they literally kept was just they can copy this their moves, which, yeah. I, I mean, okay, Echo's doing the same thing. Oh, is she? Oh, is she? she does that? Yeah. Uh, have you seen Hawkeye? Yeah, but I, I watched most of that show on my phone, which really sucks because I can't get the full experience, but she can do that? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I think they're going to do with Modok too. Like I'm pretty sure all the rumors of Modok being uh, Yellow Jacket from the first Ant Man movie. I think those are true. After seeing uh, the trailer for the new Ant Man movie. I don't know. I I've been avoiding trailers for Ant Man just because I'm not sure if I really want to watch it. Why? I don't. I don't know. I just feel it's really messed up what they did to. Uh, the original Cassie, Emma Furman. Oh, no. that, Oh, that was Emma Furman. Yeah, yeah no, it's really messed up. What? Uh, I only said it like that because I remember seeing her in her younger days of acting. And so I didn't even recognize that that was Emma Furman. But yeah. It's um, Emma, it's, just realize it's Emma Furman, not Isabel Furman of like, what is it? Orphan. Are they? Oh, yeah. Are they related? I don't think so. Yeah, surely they are. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, um, but they were. Oh yeah, no, that was really messed up. And for those that don't know, you know Emma Furman played Cassie Lang in Avengers Endgame, and then oh gosh, what's her name? Who's playing her now? I'm playing Catherine, uh, Catherine Newton. Newton. Catherine Newton. I love Newton. that actress. I do too. But basically, they decided, nah, we're going to go with Catherine Newton all of a sudden. And they didn't tell Emma Furman. She found out at the same time as everybody else, which is so messed up. <clears throat> and also, I don't understand why they changed it in the first place. Like, that's a recast that doesn't make any sense. Because I doubt Emma Furman did some big controversial thing. I think it's because they wanted a bigger name, considering that she's going to start doing more action. Um... Considering that I hear that they're going to um, do Young Avengers in Phase 6. So she might be the leader of Young Avengers, for all we know. They need to calm themselves down. Like, <laughs> like make us care for... I mean, first of all, like Catherine Newton isn't as well-known of an actress as they think she is. I mean... Like, I know who she is, but that's because I'm a movie nerd. But, like, she's not really a household name. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people know her because of Supernatural. Really? I never got into that series, but like I, I hear a lot of Supernatural fans. I was going to say she is. might be known because of the movie uh, Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Freaky? Yeah. Yep. But I mean, Emma Furman, I'm sure, has done stuff too that people have seen. But I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. It's just so messed up. Like, they, like, they could have easily just kept Emma Furman, and Emma Furman could have become a household name because of it. Like, there are so yeah. many people that no one knew before they became a part of the MCU. I mean, just, I don't, just, I don't know. It's like, why even cast Emma Furman in the first place if you're going to do her like that? Right? Like, I understand, like, replacing her with the original Cassie, considering that there was a time skip. But, like, replacing her again? There's there's no time skip. Like, you're, you're hiring another actress that is supposed to be around the same age. Yeah. <clears throat> and... Also, back to what you were saying about Supernatural. 
Supernatural, oh my gosh, it is an amazing show. Like, the first five seasons, do you know anything about the show? I'm aware of the show, and I'm aware that it is basically a Monster of the Week show. Yeah, and they deal with angels and demons, and the first five seasons is amazing. It's some of my favorite, like, shows of any, or seasons of any television show. Um, <clears throat> but season five ended the storyline. Like, it ended the storyline that had been built up for five seasons, and the um, creator of the show literally left the show after that because he said, I did what I wanted to do. And the main characters, like the actors who played them all, said, like, um, you know, that was, like, the baby of the creator. Like, that was the culmination of everything. But then the CW was like, nah, this show is popular. We're going to keep it going for ten more seasons. And you just see the decline in quality as it goes on. Almost instantaneously. It's not as bad as what they did to Buffy. Uh, What do you mean? Uh, I used used to watch Buffy all the time. I don't remember what network she started on. I want to say it was um, UPS, UPN, or whatever. I and, don't know. And then she, they switched her to WB or CW or whatever it was at the time. It might have switched already. But um, the director uh, was so mad that they were switching networks and he wasn't going to be a part of it. That he decided to kill her off. And oh, yeah. so the very first episode on CW was her resurrecting from the dead. Ah, see, I was going to guess when you were talking about them switching, um, like, networks. I was going to guess if it was after season five when they killed her off. Yeah, no, that, that was the yeah, very, very last episode that they had her on the first network. Yeah, because that felt like an ending. And then all of a sudden, like... Like, well, it was sad. Well, and then they, they just I think back. he wa- he wanted one more season to have a real ending. And he was just like, no, this is BS. I'm just going to kill her off. And they have to figure out how to um, revive her in the first place. And they didn't really do much besides, like, hey, she she revived. Yeah, I think Not they did a really like a, great explanation of how. I think they did, like, a she's spell still alive. From what I remember, I think they did a spell or something, but... No, the show immediately like tanked after six, and then it got canceled in seven, so it had to end. And that's the thing is, studios need to learn to stop interfering with their projects, and just let just let the creators go, and you'll have so much better quality um, pieces of entertainment, <clears throat> um, like Buffy. I mean, there's there's so many <laughs> examples of stuff like that where studios just get involved, and because they get involved, I mean, look at the Amazing Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield is, like, one of the best Spider-Men because he loves the character, and it shows he's passionate about it, but the studio just could not stop. And because they couldn't stop, they they tanked Amazing Spider-Man too, And you see I that hear, all the time. I was going to say, I, I heard, like, there were a lot more problems on set that they wanted a three, but things happened. And I don't know exactly what, but I was just like, oh, okay, so See, I thought Tom Holland did a good job too. So. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I love Tom Holland. I I always hated how I. Oh, well, you just said you like him. I always hate how people called him Iron Boy Junior. Um, because I was I was like guys, like I recognize that, you know, he's using more technology and it's all Stark created, but I was also like they're going for something different. Like I guarantee they're building up to him becoming the character. And sure enough, I was right. At the end of No Way Home, he's not relying on technology. It's just him. 
And I don't know. I, I just wish people would stop. Uh, first of all, stop comparing. Like, oh, like who's the best Spider-Man? My my answer is who cares? I mean, I like all three personally. Yeah. Um, as Spider-Man, yes. I don't know. I just feel like Toby's movies, especially the third one, was just so cringe. No, they are. If you go back and rewatch them, they're very cringe. That being said, I, I think the first Spider-Man movie, if you're taking out No Way Home, Toby's first Spider-Man movie, I think, is the best Spider-Man movie. Um, that being said, I think it's better than Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. That movie, and this is a controversial opinion, isn't as great as people think it is. Like, there's some really stupid parts in that film. For example, like, I heard this pointed out in a review like two years ago. And it's the only critique I remember. All the critiques were valid. But someone was like, why did Doc Ock need to go to the bank to rob them so he could go and buy the materials he needed to create his, uh, you know, whatever particle accelerator, what, what was it? whatever he was making. I forgot the name of it. But someone said, why did he go do that? If he was just going to steal the money, why didn't he just steal the parts in the first place? And I was like, that's a good point. And there's just so many th little things like that that don't really make sense. I don't know. I just don't think it's as good as a film as people think it is. But that being said, if what, what's your ranking of the Spider-Man in terms of the actors or the characters or I guess whatever. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I So acting wise, I think um, Garfield is the best actor, but I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, um, so I'll definitely like Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man. See, I'm conflicted. I, uh, for me, I like Andrew Garfield's the most cause I just love his energy. Like even when he's depressed in no way home, I just love his energy about it. Like he's just so passionate and I love his energy in the first two films. Like, I don't know. He just has this energy that I really like and I can't really describe it. Um, and I really hope he gets more films. And, but at the same time, Tom Holland, I think has the most potential. And I've been saying that since the beginning, cause they finally cast somebody so young that they can keep him for a long period of time. Um, cause now we get to see, you know, a Spider-Man that goes through high school in three movies. And it's like before, you know, you had you had Toby in high school for 20 minutes, Andrew in high school for one film, and that was it. Whereas now they're, they're taking their time, they're building him up. They finally built him up to be, you know, the character Spider-Man. But, you know, as time goes on, we'll see more character development. And that's what I really like is they're taking their time developing him into becoming the character versus he already is. So I think Tom yeah. will be will definitely be my favorite by the end. When when you when you talk about like Andrew's energy though, I feel like that's part of him being such a good actor cuz like look at all the films that he does. It's just he does an amazing job. Oh, yeah, no, he's, that character. He gets and passionate I, I, about it. Yeah, I get I I I read this um thing that one he didn't know how to sing before Tick Tick Boom. No, he didn't. But, but yeah, like Lynn, like one of his friends told Lynn that he did, and so he had one year to learn, which is amazing. Yeah. And secondly, and that was a good um, movie too. Joe, I, I heard Joe Jonas was like taking acting lessons from Sophie Turner because he really wanted that part and just ended up losing it to Andrew Garfield, which it's just like, yeah, like 
how can you compete with that? Like, it was, it was such a charming role for him. Yes. Like, because like, parts of it, like, yeah, he's an asshole, but it's he's passionate. A part of it is he, you know, it's just because he's passionate about his work, and it. Wait, do what, you what do you mean? For that? What do you mean he's an asshole? Um, it, the character in Tick Tick Boom. Oh, they meant Andrew uh, Garfield, and I was like, what? No, 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 no. I was like, no. I was like, Andrew Garfield's a sweetheart. Don't, 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 don't say that about him. No, I'm, I'm saying like you. Yeah, yeah. He no. made, he made you love that character. I mean, okay, very controversial. I feel the same way with Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man because I'm like, I'm sorry to say, Iron Man is one of my least favorite superheroes. He's an asshole, and he is the reason why everything bad has happened. Very good point. He is, he is honestly the reason for all of Spider-Man's villains, and uh, he's the reason for Ultron, which led to. So- if you really break it down, if not for not, Tony not Stark just, creating not just, Ultron, not just Ultron. Oh, no, I was no, no, just no. like listen, everything. Listen. Yeah. He, so because he created Ultron, though, that led to the events of Civil War, and because of his role in Civil War, that led to the group being split up. And if the, if the group wasn't split up, Thanos wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. So guess, if you like, really break but, it down, yes, you're you're absolutely right. It is all his fault. It, it, like, and he's an asshole about it too, because he he thinks he's in the right all the time, because he considers himself a genius. But yeah. I'm just like, the way Robert Downey portrayed everything, you make he makes you want to love the character, yeah, just because he's so flawed. Yeah, that's very accurate. <clears throat> How do you feel about the live-action Batman? Not counting okay. Adam West, because I haven't really seen that. I guess we're just, And also excluding George Clooney and Val Kilmer. We'll just talk about the big four, which well, are... Uh, I was going to say, George Clooney and Val Kilmer are one of my least favorites. I thought they like, might be. It's so bad. Uh, um, so between um, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale... Uh, God. Uh, Robert Pattinson and Ben Affleck. I don't know why I zoned out for a second. So, I don't like Ben Affleck. I feel like he's too stiff for that role. Too stiff? What do you mean too stiff? Yeah, his his movement. He's literally like walking like a robot. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Robert Pattinson is a great actor. I did not like the Batman that much, though. What, wait, really? Yeah, I, I know everyone loves it. I loved it. But, I'm, I'm like... So... I love that they finally made him a detective again. Like, because Christian Bale's Batman, they was more like, I'm in the shadows and I'm going to take down the bad guys. But y- you don't see me trying to figure out who the bad guys are. Unlike unlike Robert Pattinson, like he's playing detective and he's working with the the detectives to solve these crimes. But if you break it down... He never actually solves anything. Everything was handed to him. I, I guess I need to watch the movie again to to try and understand that vantage point. Um, <clears throat> so, okay. so like, so like when the explosions come, like literally, Scarecrow told him it's just like, hey, I'm the one that planted a bunch of bombs everywhere, and it's just like, wait, there's more bombs, and I'm just like, wait, you did you the, not figure wait, this out? You talking about the Riddler? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, Riddler. I was like, did you not figure this out? 
but yeah, every every single thing that he supposedly solved is just like either the police solved before him or the bad guys <laughs> told him what is going on. Well, see, what uh, not to, to, to defend it, but uh, what I think that might be, because, I mean, you notice in the film when he glided for the one and only time that he glided in the entire film, he sucked at it. And so what I think we're looking at is he's still inexperienced. And because he's so inexperienced, um, we're going to see those skills being built up um, over the course of his next films. Like how I saw Robert Pattinson's Batman is how I first saw Tom Holland, which is right now he is not my favorite. But I think by the time that he's done, he will be my favorite because I think they're going to keep him for a long time. And if they do, and they have time to really flesh out his character and flesh out the world and do all the Batman stories that everyone wants to see and all the villains, I think by the end of it, he'll be my favorite because he would have had the most room to grow. Yeah, I, I get So he's a good actor, but like the film itself, I just wasn't into it. Like it, it's, it's better than... Um, the weird Tim Burton ones. It's one of the Michael Keaton. Uh, but I I don't know. I I just think that like I, okay, he's inexperienced. But if you look at his background, he should have at least some training because he literally got trained by the League of Shadows. Are they not keeping that? I don't. I don't is know. he? I don't know. Is he his... literally not a ninja anymore? I don't think he was in the League of Shadows in this iteration. I, I think they touched on it, like not the League of Shadows, but how his training was at some point in the film, but I forgot. Yeah, so they said that um, Alfred taught him how to fight, but I'm just like, okay, but... Ain't no is that way why Alfred he... knows all that. Maybe uh, maybe they'll do it at some I, point. Oh, you should see some of the comics with Alfred. Like, he actually takes down some supervillains because he's actually um, more prepared than people realize mm. but yeah he's i don't know i i, I want to love it more because i thought the acting was great and the cinematography was great i just didn't like the story and i'm hoping it's better if they'd ever do another one with it oh they're they're writing in the sequel right now so is christian bale your favorite then yes just because i lo- i like those movies but i i think that as a Batman himself, I think Robert Pattinson's better. Really? I I think that Robert Pattinson's just a better actor. Okay. <clears throat> so, my two cents in all the Batman is... I don't even know why I brought Michael Keaton up, because I have not seen those films in over a decade. I was like, yeah, I don't remember them very well. And I don't even know where I can watch them. Uh, I had them on DVD, but that's about the best I got. But, as far as they go... You know, like I said, I actually see them very similar to the, the Spider-Man actors in that Robert Pattinson reminds me the most of Tom Holland, not in the terms of the way they act or anything, but just because of the room for growth that I talked about earlier. Personally, I really liked Ben Affleck, but I saw Ben Affleck as the Andrew Garfield of the Batman because he is such a promising actor and he's such a good actor, but the studio interfered time and time again, and they just kept screwing with him. Like, did you know Ben Affleck actually has his own bat cave in his house? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm aware he's a giant nerd, but yeah, I don't like, know. I, 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 I actually I just, don't think he's a very good actor. Really? Well, I just think he could have done better if they would have just left let him be. 
And then I I I I do think that he knows how to make films though. Yeah. And and then Christian Bale and this this is a controversial opinion too. Christian Bale is that and I'm not saying I don't like him, but he's my least favorite in terms of the three act. Like he's the Toby for me. Not that I don't like Toby as Spider-Man, but cuz I do. But for the reasons I just described, it's the same where actually The Dark Knight's my favorite film of all time, but and every time I watch it, I pick up on new things. But I also recognize that, you know, Christian Bale, that they're... I think Robert Pattinson could outdo him in terms of growth and actually being the character. Whereas Christian Bale... It's kind of like Toby, where Christian Bale is known for having the best movies. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's the best uh, iteration of the character. All yeah, right. I, <laughs> real, real fast one. What, what, how, do you, how would you rank the Jokers? I guess excluding uh, Jack Nicholson, since neither of us have seen that in a long time. Um, okay, so I'm like, are you talking about Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Who else? Uh, Is it just those three? Uh, Mom, I guess you can throw the one in from the Batman, I forgot his name now, uh, the actor that played him in the Batman with Robert Pattinson, whatever his name is. I don't remember him. I don't remember being their Joker in the Batman he he talked to the Riddler at the very end, but there was a deleted scene they released that was like five minutes long of basically just him monologuing. So I guess just those, I guess since you haven't seen those. that, just just pretend he doesn't exist. Um, so I think Jared Leto did a good job, but from what I hear, he went over the top. Oh, he and did. Was hard, was too hard to work with, and so I see why he would never get a film again. I loved Heath Ledger's portrayal of Joker, and. I, I know we won't ever get it again, but I thought he's probably my favorite. And I wish they gave him awards, though, for other um, acting stuff that he's done. Because he has acted so much better in a lot of other films that I'm like, I don't think that he really deserved it as Joker, in my opinion. Really? But yeah, he he did a, he did an amazing job. And... Um, but yeah, my fa- my favorite is Heath, and then just because of all the things I hear with Jared Leto, he's probably my least favorite. Though Joker, the film with Joaquin Phoenix, just doesn't make sense in the Batman timeline. Yeah, don't look at it like that. That's, that's I know, how I yeah. that's how I look at it. Maybe it'll be explained I, in the sequel. I'm like, I know it's not part of the DC universe, but oh, you're talking about in terms of that. No, nothing ever makes sense with DC anymore. See, well, well, no, it, well, what you call it? His his movie isn't even part of the DC universe. Oh no, neither is the Batman. Oh, it's not. No, Robert Pattinson is not part of the DC universe. I was unaware of that. Yeah, no, he he will he is not connected. Which I always. So what's yours? Oh, uh, well, first of all, I always thought that uh, that they would connect Joker and Robert Pattinson's Batman, but evidently I was wrong about that one. Um, but for me, my ranking is Jared Leto is my least favorite. I don't know. I didn't like the way that, I don't know if it was his decision to portray the character that way, or if it was studio interference or whatever, but I don't like the Joker of the DCEU. Um, but that being said, Heath Ledger's my favorite, but at the same time, Joaquin Phoenix, we only got him as Joker for like 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, he was phenomenal. So I'm curious to see what an entire film of him him being Joker would be like. Um, I don't Which, know he, doesn't the second one come out this year? Uh, No, it's next year. next year. It's October of next year. Which I know that they 
apparently are having a Harley Quinn in the second one. Yes, portrayed by Lady Gaga, and it's a musical. Oh, the second one's a musical? Yeah, it's from her perspective of taking care of him in Arkham, or whatever he's at. I was unaware of that. I just know that Margot Robbie was upset she didn't even get asked, and I'm like, you guys aren't even part of the same universe, though. Why would they ask you? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. It'd be very confusing. Well, I feel like this is a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, hope everyone enjoyed our show. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, if you guys enjoyed the show, uh, don't forget to review us on Apple Music. Um, what else? Do you have anything else to say? Uh, no, I, w- I didn't have a final speech prepared, but now that I know that I need a final speech, I'm going to have a final speech prepared next time. I'm like, whether you want to plug anything or, uh, but yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, and for now, I think we're probably going to stick with only once a month for this show. Uh, cause it is just a passion project. Uh, if you guys want more episodes, whether it's to keep it just a passion project, but you guys really want us to do more episodes or if you guys want to support us in somehow uh just let us know um we have an uh so far instagram and um email uh we too have a podcast um and uh that's our show thanks for listening bye